Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5. And welcome to our Luton listeners that are tuned in on 105.1. We're in the studio today with some great students in front of me. Um, and we're going to be talking about the transition into A-levels from GCSEs. Bearing in mind the GCSE results are coming out this week, so I'm sure they'll be able to give you some top tips on how to prepare for that and your future year ahead. It's really important that we're talking about these topics like what we did last week about the A-level results. So helping parents and helping students to prepare for this transition because this is another milestone in your lives. Uh, listeners are listening in, parents are listening in and how you can help your children. Last week, I know we had a lot of women in the studio and we, where we were talking about the A-levels. So we decided to actually make that a little bit more equal this week. And we've got three lovely gentlemen here this week on the show with us. So I'd like to welcome Shadab. Hi. Assalamu alaikum. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome Thank to you. Parenting Hour. Thank you. And also Ahmad. Assalamu alaikum. Well, Ahmad. Welcome to Unity FM Parenting Hour. Welcome. And on the phone line, we've got Mustafa. Assalamu alaikum, Mustafa. You can hear us okay? Very good, mashallah. And of course, uh, my name, as you know, is Kathleen Rochnagi. And if you would like to contact us, contact the show in any way, please do phone in on double seven two double eight nine two, or if you want to email in us in, email us in on studio at unityfm.net. And we hope we will be able to support you and answer any questions that you may have. I'm sure you found last week's show very beneficial. Um, it was lovely listening to this, the students and their experience of getting into university and how they use clearance and that process, also adjustment to get into different university courses. And of course, we had then John from UCAS that was great also giving that expert advice and tips. So we don't want to forget about our A-level students and I um, hope, inshallah, you all did well in your results and alhamdulillah, you got the courses that you wanted and that now that you're feeling much more relaxed uh, going on into university, university uh, life, inshallah. So well done to you all, mashallah. May Allah bless your lives and keep you always on the straight path, inshallah. Uh, Ameen. But getting back to today's show... Uh, we want to kind of start first with probably a little bit of your experience in doing GCSEs. What was it like for you, uh, three guys, doing your GCSEs, um, studying? I know you had a lot of stu- uh, topics to study. Maybe you were doing 11 exams or 12 exams even or even more. So maybe we start with Shadab first. Can you re- remember back to your GCSE t- days and studying for them? Well, personally, back at school, um, we actually started GCSEs in year nine. So from mm-hmm. year nine, I had uh, the experience of GCSEs, and I was able to carry that experience of preparing for exams and things like that right through to year 11, where we had, you know, the main bulk of the GCSEs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, over the three years, I managed to develop some skills in terms of revision, when to revise, you know, form structured revision sessions and things like that. So, you know, alhamdulillah, for GCSEs, it wasn't too bad in terms of revision and, you know, getting to grips with everything. Mm-hmm. So you were you had that support there. You started early. You had that structure there, yeah, which yeah, was right. was good. And there's a lot of support from the school, I think. There, isn't there it? was a lot of support from the school as well. Mm-hmm. And then going into A levels, there was none of that. There was none of that. Okay, yeah. we're going to come back to that in a bit. Indeed, was that similar for you also? Oh uh, yeah, similar yeah. to Shadab. We started in uh, a year early in year ten, I think it was. 
and got, the school was very helpful with the GCSEs and they provided after school classes and that kind of thing and I think the key to to revision is to have a structured timetable and stick to that mm-hmm. but I think uh, the GCSEs they, they went quite they are uh, not too bad at all compared to the, compared to the A-levels mm-hmm. and with the A-levels you need to stick more to the structure and more mm. to the timetable with GCSE it's, there's a bit of leeway here and there but the A-level is much more difficult when it comes to that come to that okay and Mustafa how did you find GCSEs what happened in your school you were, you were studying in a different school again yeah uh, similar to the uh, boys um, we started in year 9 and I know now they've changed it and all the exams are at the end of year 11 Alhamdulillah, I think it was a lot easier for us three boys uh, compared to now. Mm -hmm. So obviously it made it a lot easier to try and get better grades, so Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So you you started in year nine. You didn't have much choice over subjects. You kind of do a wide range of subjects, don't you, for GCSEs? Yeah, there is a wide yeah. range of subjects. It's not really much of a choice, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we, me personally, we had to do um, basically every subject from the arts right down to the histories and, of mm-hmm. course, the, the three main uh, subjects, science, your maths and your English as mm-hmm. well. So I presume, I mean, we don't have an educational on board, but I would assume that this is because they want to give you good grounding in all subjects. Absolutely. Make sure that you kind of have an indication of what subjects you like so that you have a good background in a variety Mm. of subjects. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think the core is definitely there, set of the English, maths and the sciences there to give you kind of a a foundation and it can also help you decide which A-level subjects you want to take on. Mm. But the core's there, and then you also have the options. I think you take in year nine to choose which A, which uh, sorry GCSEs you're going to mm-hmm. you undertake, and that kind of wh- while it's quite broad, it gives you a, a, a good view of the subjects and what's to come in in, um, in further education. Mm-hmm. And was that helpful for you in choosing your A-level subjects? To have that knowledge, that broad knowledge, to have to kind of understand what subjects do I really like, where I want to go, or was there something that more you really you looked at a career path that you wanted to do, and that helped you to choose your subjects? What what, what was the how how did it plan out for for you all really when you were moving on to your A levels and making that choice? I think um, having having the option to choose which subjects you want to take definitely helped. I think personally, from what I was told, a lot of people used to tell me, you know, pick the pick the GCSEs and then pick the A levels that you think are going to be easier. You know, pick the you know, subjects you know you probably get an A star or an A and things like that. <laughs> but personally, I was I was opted to choose for those subjects that I thought, you know, I always knew I wanted to study law and I wanted to go into law. <laughs> so I always picked the subjects that I thought, okay, you know, this this would probably help me in a career in law, for example. At GCSE, I studied history. It's an uh, it's an essay based subject. It's mm-hmm. a fact fact based subject. Mm-hmm. You know, English literature. It's very you know, it's an, another essay based subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, for um, uh, for A levels, I actually picked law to mm-hmm. study law because we didn't have the option at GCSE. And I thought, you know, although uh, universities prefer you not to have studied law initially, yeah, I, I, right. I personally I felt you know it's always nice to have a background in, in the field that mm-hmm. you want to go into. And then I s- studied uh, religious studies as well, another essay based subject that could really help you in, in the legal field. Mm-hmm. So you there's oft- often you know you get told mixed things, and I think for it's, it's basically about the individual and how they feel. 
you know, what they feel will help them and how they mm. feel about each subject and things like that. So it was your liking of subjects plus the career path that you wanted to take Absolutely, that made the decisions. Yeah. And you choose, if we can look at then English, religious studies, no, law. At A level, I did uh, psychology, religious Psy- studies and law. Psychology, religious studies and law. And this was because you want to go into the law that you choose these subjects. Three subjects that work well together, to be honest. Psychology and law, I found, were very, very, worked very well together and, you know, gave you vast understanding of how the mind works in psychology mm-hmm. as well as how the legal field works within law. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, was that the same for you, Mustafa? Uh, yeah, I think um, the good thing probably about GCSE is that it can spark an interest in uh, in your future career and spark an interest in things that you like. For example, uh, I really like the sciences uh, and even if it was uh, a few topics from the sciences that I liked in GCSE, it really sparked an interest in me that I knew I wanted to go into something like biological so I think that's, a, that's an important thing about GCSE is that it can help spark an interest in your future career. Mm-hmm. So you want to do something around the medical line and things like that because you liked sciences and you thought yeah. by medical science or some sort of medical line that, that would yeah. help you. And even, even though you don't get to like all the subjects in science, there's only a few that you might really take an interest in. But even though it can help you spark that interest, I think. Great, great indeed. And Mustafa... Um, I remember you telling me one time that you studied geography in um, GCSE and you really liked it and you thought you would do that for A-levels and then you changed your mind after doing AS. Can you explain that to us a little bit more? Was that something that you thought you you liked to continue as well? Yeah, well, the the jump from um, GCSE to to AS was was a very big, uh, especially for geography. Geography in GCSE is a subject that not really... uh, not heavily essay based and you get a lot of support from your teachers however in uh, A levels is a lot of independent work and the essay essay based questions increase a lot mm-hmm. so i think it's important to um speak to your teachers before uh, choosing any A level subject um speak to them and ask them do you think if they, if uh, if uh, i'll be good at the subject and if i can get a high grade um and also speak to them about the syllabus and see if it's if it's topics that you'll enjoy I think that's a important thing to do. Mm. That's something that mm-hmm. I should have done myself. So you you regret not not going more into finding out what was the syllabus, what was the difference between the GCSE syllabus and the A level syllabus. So that yeah. and I see actually Shoaib nodding his head in front of me as yeah, well. Is that something you would agree most with? Of, most of us got it, you know, bang bang on that. You know, you mm. need to be able to, you need to have a background. You need to understand what you know the, the A level syllabus. You know what's in it and how 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 it's going to flow. To be honest, because mm. you what you've got to remember is. You're more or less going to study this subject for two years straight. It's not. It's not a matter of GCSEs. Or you'll study it for a whole year and you'll get your grade, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. And then you know that's it. You've got mm-hmm. your grade and that's it. This subject is one that's going to carry through for two years. And then you know if you want to go into it further, you might go into it at degree level and things like that. So you've got to really understand the subject and, like most of us said, talk to your teachers and you know understand mm-hmm. it. Do they feel you've got a strength in the subject? Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're good at a subject, absolutely by all means go for it, and you know mm-hmm. you can you know inshallah get the best grade possible. Because mm-hmm. some teachers may say, because if you're good at the subject, they may want you to do that subject because they will know that you will excel in that subject, yeah. and uh, may encourage you to do it where it may not work out for you then the long term. Yeah, absolutely. Have you have you come across that? teachers really wanting you to and supporting you to do it saying you know you that this will be really good but it's it's it, it the syllabus is not like what you taught you didn't research it fully because of that 
I mean, to be honest, I I, I studied uh, religious studies at um at GCSE level, and I got I got an A at GCSE level. And I remember mm. my teacher back then. He said to me, he said, "Look, you, you're really good at the subjects." And you know, I did it in year ten, so mm. I had a year's gap in terms of religious studies. And mm. when it came to A level, just before I left school in year eleven, he told me, he said, "Look, you're quite good at the subjects, and if you have the choice, I I suggest you pick a religious studies religious studies team at uh, A level." Mm-hmm. So I thought about it, and I did pick it. And then when it when when I came into it, and I I realised it was you know hugely essay based, and it was a lot of content, and it was mm-hmm. a massive jump from the GCSE level. For example, in 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 the GCSE level, we had essay questions about ten marks long, whereas in in A level we had thirty five mark essays that we had to write within thirty five minutes. So it was a massive jump. Mm-hmm. So it was important. I mean, not, yeah, your teachers will encourage you to do it, but you've got to think about it yourself as well. You've got to understand, is this the right subject for me? You've got to realise that. Okay. Yeah, I think I've been in a similar situation with the... Uh, well, uh, when I was picking my A-level subjects, I chose biology. Hmm. But um, one of the teachers talked to me and said, I think you I think you have a strength in physics. You've done quite well in physics this year. I think you should take it for A-level. Hmm. But when, it, when the A-level comes around, you know, you, you find the, st- the jump is really huge and it's really hard to keep... If you missed like a lesson, then it's you've missed. It's like you missed a whole lot. Mm. And A level physics is one of the hardest subjects there is as well. And mm-hmm. just and you have to be careful and you have to consult with the teachers because just because you may have done well in one subject in GCSE, it not is not, doesn't necessarily mean that you will do well in A level as well. Mm-hmm. That is that is so true. So if and, and I know we're kind of uh, we're trying to prepare for the GCSE results and the transition, but there may be some people that haven't quite picked their subjects yet and there might be some parents listening to this program that would like to um, think about that again now because they haven't you're giving them your sparking ideas for them what advice would you give these parents to help their children to make sure they have the right subjects I mean, certain schools they have kind of a level taster days where you can uh, go along talk to the teachers have a look at the syllabus you know see, see what kind of things the, um, the syllabus involves and what kind of things a level um, the subject involves because for example, some might maybe um, essay-based, some maybe practical-based. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd fully recommend going along to these taster days and um, having a look at what what, what um, the different subjects have to offer. Mm-hmm. So that's important to, to have a look at the taster days and see. What about uh, talking to people that have done the subject? Do they give opportunities for the GCSE students to talk to A-level students that have sat through two years of this subject to have an understanding of it? I mean, honestly speaking, I don't think there is an opportunity for that because just like the GCSE students who are, you know, now thinking about, oh, my results are coming out, mm. this and that, mm. the A-level students are exactly the same. They're worried about their results as well. And mm. schools often don't want to put that pressure on the A-level students that, you know, come in two, three days before mm. your results and talk to these students. And how, to be honest, it is, this, especially this summer, you know, summer's supposed to be a time to enjoy and relax, but it's mm. definitely not for students. Mm-hmm. It's not a time for that. So to, to be honest, uh, to answer your question, Auntie, there, there isn't, you don't get the opportunity speak to A-level students and ask them until, you know, pretty pretty close to uh, the start of your A-levels when you've actually, you know, probably picked your subjects and then you start talking to people and mm. then you think, ooh, maybe, maybe I picked the wrong subjects or maybe I picked the right subject for me. Mm-hmm. So maybe they need this in the schools before exam season at all, you know, talking yeah, around exactly. Easter time when, you know, before the hype comes up that you can actually have a day where you could visit the classrooms and talk to those students in the classrooms or have a kind of a, an open free day, you know, and something like this, even the transition into A-levels as uh, because usually they're moving up to seniors in the school as well, yeah. so that would be, would be useful. Did any of this happen, Mustafa, in your school? Did anything like this happen? 
Uh, I remember this year we had an open day um, and I was uh, with the chemistry department and you, you get to see the, the people from the uh, middle schools coming and uh, the young kids who are just about to join the, the school. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, you're, li you're, you're in the three-tier system, so you're in school outside Birmingham, which don't yeah. have that system yet. So we should explain yeah, that to uh, parents. Yeah, so, uh, so it's an so uh, important time for parents to get to ask the students and even for the students who are entering the new school to ask the, uh, the, the A-level students as well what they think about the subject and if they have any recommendations or anything. So I think that it's also, as uh, one of the boys said, um, A-level taster day, you can also similar similar kind of concepts with the uh, open day as well. Mm, yes, that may be something that schools should take on a little bit more, that to have a day that the students could move around and, and contact the older, the older students and ask them about those subjects. Yeah. I think um, I definitely recommend talking to any students. I mean, while, while opportunities may be limited, if you can find someone who's who has taken a subject that you are interested in, definitely take it up because they might they might open a new door. They might you know they might they may, may be able to help you. They may be able to uh, advise you with your decision, mm -hmm. and they can I mean, they've been there, they've done that. They can tell you what they know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's all the advice that should go on be behind the scenes and, and what's happening. Before we go into the next part of the programme, we're just going to go to a Nasheed now okay. and we're going to let parents absorb all of that, that that we said and then we're going to come back more and talk more about that transition. So parents do enjoy this Nasheed, inshallah. Asalaamu Alaikum. Social expectation drowns us all inside What you have should be what I want Cause what I have just ain't alright The clothes I wear, the way I comb my hair how I live, oh, I don't care This is who I am, this is me Nothing, everything, can't you see Who I am, just let me be Cause like it or not, but God loves me Who I am He said, she said, they all did What's expected of them all To get to the top don't matter if somebody's gotta fall You gotta brace the storm The norms to conform Get what you want's gonna kill us all This is who I am This is me Nothing, everything Can't you see Who I am Just let me be Cause like it or not But God loves me Who I am Who I am Beyond the body that you see there's so much more to me And I feel best when my soul is free This is who I am, this is me Nothing, everything, can't you see Who I am, just let me be Cause like it or not, but God loves me Who I am, this is me Nothing, everything, can't you see Who I am, just let me be Cause like it or not, cause God loves me Who I am, who I am, who I am
They tell me this is the way that I need to be formed. If I continue to stray, I'm gonna start up a storm. Where this drive that like this, not that don't dare lose track or you fall way back. But if my Lord loves me, then I know I'm free. You can say what you please, just, just let me be. be. I know if I'm real and it's not a disguise. You love who I am. If you open up your eyes, I insist that you see I ain't a mystery. It's who I wish to be. No, this is me. It's what's true within. Come and look again. Look into the skin. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is me. Nothing, everything. Can't you see? Who I am? Just let me be. Cause like it or not, but God loves me. This is who I am, this is me, nothing, everything, can't you see? Who I am, just let me be, cause like it or not, but God loves me. Who I am, this is me, nothing, everything. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. You're tuned in to Parenting Hour and we're continuing with our show talking about GCSEs and preparing for A-levels and what it is like to do that. We've spent a bit of time already talking about subjects and how to choose the correct subject. Now I'd like to pose a question to our students here in front of me. Just say, for example, you're back again, you put yourself back to first day starting in your A-levels, starting school, going into the school doors, you were this pupil in GCSEs, A-levels is a totally different ball game, totally very different, different relationships with your teachers. What thoughts are going through your mind going in through that door on that first day, that first week, being an A-level student? I mean, you definitely feel a sense of accomplishment. I mean, you've walked in, mm-hmm. you've got your GCSE results, and now it's a new challenge ahead for you. Mm-hmm. And the school may be giving you a lot of more, a lot more freedom. You have your common room, a kitchen, or you may be able to come and go, as, uh, leave the school or college as you please. Mm-hmm. And you may think that A level might be a walk in the park. It's always important to consult with your teachers. I mean, now you, you're just studying A levels, the relationship with you. I found that the relationship with my teachers changed completely. It was a more kind of um, mature relationship rather than the teachers telling you off and telling you what to do it's more you consult with the teachers what to do and um, they advise you what to do now rather than just telling off and you know do this do that mm-hmm. so they're treating you more as an adult now they're taking yeah, it's a different transition here different phase of your life you have accomplished something your GCSEs here you are more as an adult and they're treating you on, a, on that basis yeah. Did you find the same? Also? Yeah, I mean, I remember, you know, finishing, well, towards the end of GCSEs, towards the end of year 11, I was I was, I was, just like, you know, let's get these GCSEs out of the way, mm. you know, get into sick form, you know, it'll be all free and it'll be open and I'll have my free periods and I'll be able to chill and I'll be able to mm. do this and I'll be able... And then, you know, I w- walked in my first week in A-levels and I came home and I was absolutely chef and I thought, <laughs> it's not what I expected. Mm. And, but, you know, at the same time, at the end of the day, you're still young and you're still a student. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, every every week and in my free periods, I intended to study and I intended to sit down and, you know, I'm going to use this free free period wisely. And then you think about it and then you think, you know, actually, my mates are over there. I'm going to play a bit of football here. And mm-hmm. I remember the, the, up to the first half term, I was just like, you know, I'm okay, fair enough. I've got free periods now. I'm still mm-hmm. settling into the school. I'll probably use these free periods, play a bit of football, do a bit of this, do a bit of that. You mm-hmm. know, after after half term, then I'll start putting my head down. My mom's going to kill me because she's probably listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> this carried on right through, you know, the first half She'll term. She'll forgive you now. You're an adult now. <laughs> 
through the first half term, then into the second uh, half term up until Christmas, it was exactly the same. Oh, I'm still settling in. You know, yeah, still, yeah, you know yeah. before January, I'm still going to play a bit of football here and there. Come to January, got the January mocks, you know, uh, two C's and two E's, not exactly the best results. Mm -hmm. That's when you realise, that's when the first, you hit the first hurdle and you think, wow, I've really got to work now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need yeah. you. I think because the A levels are over two years, you think you still have time and you can go into the second year and do your retakes and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then in the second year, do you really want to put that kind of stress and pressure on yourself to do 10, 12 exams sometimes mm -hmm. when you're doing three very intense subjects? Okay. I mean, I. Um, you might you have a lot of freedom now you're doing Gables but I think the self-discipline is very important because because you have you you know your free periods and you can come and go as you please you, you'll have a lot more time but that time needs to be used efficiently yeah yeah and how did, how did you find the experience Mustafa the transition from GCSEs into A levels if you put yourself back that to that time yeah similarly to the boys uh, when you when you first start your A level courses you think you've got so much more free time and you got freedom to go out of the school and to do whatever you want but it's very important to make sure you you keep yourself disciplined like one of the remember saying uh and i remember you have the intention to go uh use your freeze to do something good and then your friends are on the laptops and watching films maybe you're you know playing card games or something so it's important to make sure you, you have a balance so maybe one day you're you uh you'll use a free to sit with your friends but then the rest of the reprise that you have, you'll do work and things like this. So that's mm -hmm. important. So this is good advice to give students around this, to prepare for this, because they, it is a, a transition, it is a, a stage in your life, you're given more freedom, you're given more choice, but how can you use that wisely and not go too far the other way just to kind of grab some of it back to do the study? Yeah, to be honest, it is, uh, as Mustafa said, you know, it's a massive transition. You've got to have, and as Imad said as well, you've got to have the right balance. Mm -hmm. Balance is important. You've got to have your, you know, you've got to be able to chill with your mates. So, but you've got to realise that this isn't GCSEs anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, with GCSEs, you probably missed a couple of weeks. And, you know, two weeks before the exams, you probably pulled your books out and you probably still couldn't got off with mm -hmm. an A. Mm -hmm. In A-levels, it's completely different. You can't, you know, miss a week and not, not keep up with your work and not keep up. Revision has to be constant. That's one thing I will say. Revision, you have it has to be constant it can't be one month before the exams that's when you start writing up your notes and things like that personally I'd, I'd advise right from the start of AS as soon as you come home that first week you get that weekend you don't want to be chilling that weekend you want to be getting you know all the information that you've absorbed that week you want to absorb it properly so you understand what you're doing so you're going into the next week knowing fully what you've studied what you've learned and you know you'll, you'll find the next week a lot easier then that's a very good tip to bear in mind as we go into this commercial break because uh, as parents are listening now they are picking up these tips to pass on to their, their students and hopefully maybe there's some students even listening in that, uh, get, that can uh, avail of these tips so parents uh, we are just going into a commercial break here do join us after this inshallah Asalaamu Alaikum <laughs> 